I'm Chad Milner, and welcome to Read It Because I Wrote It, a podcast where I do just that, read my work because I wrote it. I know y'all have a million other things to do and other podcasts to listen to, so I just need 10 to 15 minutes of your time. If life allows it, once a week, I will write something new, read something old, and give some insights I've learned in hopes you see a little of yourself and myself because quite simply, everybody's got a story to tell. There's Beauty in the Withering, written October 21st, 2021. Some years ago when I started this blog, I started writing on the one-year anniversary of dates that I remembered leading up to Tamil's passing in what was called the final chapter. So nine years later, it's around that same time, and it's coming up on a decade. So I figured what I'll probably do is read some of those old ones and write new ones like this as these dates come along. This should be a very interesting experience. October 22nd, 2011. A week before, Tamil and I said so long to our daughter. Sydney was the first to move from Buffalo to Virginia, Tamil a week later, and I the weekend which followed. Before their departure, my mother-in-law asked for power of attorney in the event she needed to make a parental decision while Tamil and I were in transport. In an assertive tone, I replied no, the kind which implied hell no. I remember the drive to Virginia. We left Buffalo in the morning, and it was a beautiful autumn day. Our map took Tamil and I through winded highways of the Appalachian Mountains as we cut through western New York, Pennsylvania, and Maryland. From our peaks, Tamil and I could look down, see whole towns and farms in the valleys. We stopped in rural Pennsylvania for gas and felt very uncomfortable as black people and laughed while we talked about it all. While some of our favorite television shows played from our laptop, Tamil and I enjoyed one another's company while the sun shined and set on the orange, amber, and auburn-colored mountains. This was the last time Tamil and I spent together as ourselves, as a couple. What comes to mind is the adage, cherish the times with loved ones, you never know if it'll be your last, or words which convey some semblance of this message. Without a care of the lives we left behind in Atlanta, Long Island, and now Buffalo, nor the one which lied ahead in Virginia. Tamil and I simply existed. There were no talks of kids, cancer, or chemo, like the good old days. The picturesque fall foliage was perfect allegory. Autumn is a season, one of rapid change. There is beauty in the withering. It begins with a summer feel. We never know which day the weather will break and cooler days are ahead. Spring may possess pinks, blues, and yellows, but so does fall, and it is done in more dramatic fashion. The person I built a home with had begun to fade, yet there were still bright moments which felt like our summers in Atlanta. As amorous as the picture I have painted may be, none of this is what made the drive romantic. It was not the laughter to comfort ourselves as we embarked on yet another journey together, or the leaves outside. It was the window of the passenger side of the car. While Tamil and I laughed and talked, we sat in silence most of the trip. 
Her regimen of pain medicines had her in and out of consciousness, or in need to rest because in retrospect, she'd begun to transition. While the Tamil I knew floated in and out, her window was rolled down, the whole trip, and I did not say a word. I tried not to show it. Nonetheless, one can only hide cold for so long, and Tamil knew this. When my reaction to the weather became noticeable, Tamil attempted to do what she could, given her needs, and roll the window up a quarter of the way. She said something about it, and I told her I was fine. Break. I normally don't break in the middle of an essay, but it's been put on me to do this right here. I wanted to write a paragraph here and just couldn't find the words, so I'll just say them. When I've read this just now and I think about being widowed almost 10 years and moments like this and what I've learned about romance, it's rarely ever the picturesque things that we see on social media or what we see on TV and the fairy tale things and what have you. You remember those little moments of silence, those moments of silence where somehow you and that other person are just speaking your own language and it's just understood without saying a word. And being able to do that on the fun days when it's autumn outside and it's in the beginning and your endorphins are high and you think it's love and you're posting all your shit on social media to just show how high and happy you are. There's also those quiet moments, which are really moments of reassurance that somehow or another, both of you still view yourselves as the person you met in the beginning and the high that made you consider them forever or for a moment in time. Now back to this essay. This was the kind of drive Tamil and I took many times. Over the years, we drove to and from New York and Atlanta many times. I picked her up from Panama City, Florida, and the drive through the rural South was an adventure. One which led to us owning what seemed like every Disney VHS ever when we stopped at an Alabama thrift store. From New York to Buffalo, Hampton to Georgia, all along the East Coast. These journeys always became adventures, reflective of who we were as a couple. We had an unofficial agreement to have one long argument on every trip because it helped pass time. We had nowhere to go, so let it out. I do not recall an argument on this last trip. I wish Tamil could have talked more because I was tired and needed the company. However, she could not provide, nor did she possess the energy to express her words and did the best with what she could. I did the same. In this moment, I'm proud of myself. I look at these memories and I am thankful I was able to give this young woman a life worth living whose impact extends past her own. 
she did not get a chance to tell her own story. But it is written and exists. She was just the girlfriend of a guy I knew who I tried to be nice to. She was cute, but I didn't look at her in such a way. When the stars aligned, we gave it a try as we navigated the ups and downs of young adulthood. We built a life and started a family. Yet here we were, and unknown to us both, what would be the last time. I stayed in Virginia long enough to take a small nap and left in the morning. En route to Buffalo, I made a stop and spent the day in Washington, D.C. with my good friend Chase. Unbeknownst to both of us, a year later, the next chapter, the beginning of Single Dad Venture, would occur in this apartment. We hung out and talked shit. After I left Chase, I spent about an hour in College Park conversing with my first college roommate, Mensa. After I said my goodbyes, I left for Buffalo. I got home with just enough time to change my clothes, then head to work and break. Holy fuck, that was hard to read. That was hard as shit to read. There is a lump in my throat as I'm reading this, and it is not because I'm wearing a tight hoodie. Um, when I look at these words and I read them out loud and I picture these moments and then I think to myself holy fuck this was 25 this was 10 years ago If you'd ask me a decade ago what I thought life would be like right now, it wouldn't be this. And I don't mean that in a negative way, just who would have thunk it? The truth of the matter is as right as Tamil and I seem and as beautiful as our daughter Sydney is, seventeen years ago, whenever it was we met, something like that. You would have never thought, oh, those two. In fact at first when we did start dating, it was those two. It was a very unlikely pairing and we were quite different. But our differences sharpened the other one. You know, a lot of times the thought is Tamil taught me how to love and I taught her how to live and made her short time as best as I could one worth living.
And um, not quite sure why I'm sharing this, but in the spirit of keeping it a buck, these are the thoughts that have come to me. So before y'all start getting all teary-eyed and sappy and shit like us, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me at least say thank you for listening. As scary as it may feel, often the start to answering life's questions requires a look in the mirror. Until next time, be blessed. Read it because I wrote it. Written, directed, produced, edited by me. Music, that's by me too.